Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. When we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, immediately we become children of the Almighty God. Can you believe it to be true? It's incredible that his love is unconditional. However, there is something that is conditional, and that is the life that we can have here on earth. The life that we have here on earth, we have some sort of control over how fulfilled it is. Because there's certain things that we have to do in order to receive all that God has for us. The fun begins when we start and continue this incredible journey that God has allowed us to join him on. And so last week, Sim turned the first page of this series, How to Pray, uh, by talking pray, P-R-A-Y. Pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. A simple tool that we can use when praying, uh, which can be found in Pete Gregg's book, How to Pray. But my first question to you is, do you want to become more like Christ? It's a question for you. Do you want to be transformed by renewing of your mind? Do you want that? Well, unfortunately, if you do, then it's not going to happen by accident. It's intentional. We have to do things in order for that to come true. And if you truly want to become like Christ, well, the hard work starts tomorrow morning. It continues on Tuesday and Wednesday. It continues in the new year, on the 4th, the 5th, the 6th, the 10th, the 25th of January 2020. It continues in May, June, July, and August because Satan will never stop trying to put you off course. So the hard work starts now, if it hasn't already. And prayer, well, it was never meant to be easy, right? It was never meant to be easy. And perhaps it gets easier. The more we do it, the habit we formed, and then it becomes more natural for sure. And in theory, yes, it is easy. And not because of the choice that we have to make, but because of how accessible God has made himself. God is accessible, available, and awaiting our attention every single second of the day. And he's just a sentence away. So in theory, yes, it is easy. But that's only because God has allowed himself to be accessible. We have to do the hard work. God is never out shopping. He's never taking a more important phone call than yours. He's never listening, half listening to your conversation whilst trying to listen to someone else. He is always accessible for us. But the choice and the action to put the time aside is where the hard work begins, which is the very thing we'll be exploring today. And so here is my prop. We are going to talk about time. That is the wrong time. Time. Time spent with God. A quiet time. A moment in the day spent with Jesus alone. A chunk of time put aside for you and the Holy Spirit to do business. A daily devotion. Whatever it is and whatever form that it can take. It can take many. But in its simplest, it's about slowing down to spend time with God, to spend time in his word, to spend time listening in conversation with him. So here it is, Matthew 6 verse 6 says this, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret 
will reward you. And in the message paraphrase, it says, find a quiet, secluded place so that you won't be tempted to role play before God. How many times do we role play? But this is about not role playing in the presence of God. Just be there. Simply and honestly as you can manage. And then what will happen? The focus will shift from you to God. And you will begin to sense his grace. Now let me just make one thing very clear. I've not been asked to speak today because I've got this figured out. Quite the contrary. But I do believe God has just given me a slice. Just a snippet of the beauty. If only we all would spend time with him daily. And it is beautiful. Time spent with God is beautiful. And so why, why have we chosen to speak on this subject and to speak life into it? Well, I'm glad you asked because it matters. It matters. And I ask, my, ask myself, why do we find it so hard? Why do we find it so hard to concentrate and to focus on God just for a few minutes every day? We find it hard to do 10 minutes and yet we can watch a three-hour-long movie. Why do we find it so hard? Now, and I thought, well, perhaps if it was easy, then everyone would be doing it. And then I thought, well, that was a bit of a cop-out answer, so I had to think again. And I figured, actually, I think it's so hard because of the nature of our enemy. Satan is out to kill us and to steal from us and to destroy us. That is the truth. He really is a nasty piece of work. And so what better thing to do then, if, you know, being him, is to distract us and to do everything he can to stop us from spending time with the almighty God. What better way for him to distract us than to think that actually we've got no time to spend with God. And yet, if there were 25 hours in the day rather than 24, we still wouldn't do it. So Satan's very good at convincing us that perhaps it's not necessary. Or oh, I'll do it later and then it's very good at allowing us not to remember what we said. The devil loves to stop us from spending time with our Almighty. There's nothing he loves doing more than to see us give up that opportunity to spend time with his greatest enemy. And why? Well, because he knows it works. He knows that if we spend time with God, we become more like him. And therefore, if we're more like him, then it's harder for him to bring us down. So he knows it works. Because he knows that it matters. Spending time with God matters. A Christian author, George Sweeting, he's very old now. He's about 94, so he's been through it. He said this, if we don't maintain quiet time each day, it's not really because we're too busy. It's because we do not feel it's important enough. Ugh. That may be true for us. Late nights kill the quiet time. I wonder if that's true for you. Quiet time is not just a helpful idea. Get this. It is absolutely necessary to spiritual growth. Did you get that? It is absolutely necessary for our spiritual growth. It is crucial for our development as a disciple of Jesus to spend time with God every day. Now, a man is sick. He's very sick. And he finds himself like any sick person in the hospital. 
And the doctor does lots of tests and scans, uh, and he knew it. Uh, the doctor came in and said, yes, sir, you are sick. You're very sick, actually. And in order for you to stay alive, you have to take this pill. And if you don't take this pill, then you will die instantly if you leave it one day. And so as you can imagine, the guy takes getting a little used to, but the warning of the doctor was so important to him that he made sure that he took that pill every day. And so he takes that medication and he stays alive. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not comparing spending time with God uh, to taking a pill every day. That's not what I'm saying. But the point is this. We do things in our day that matter, that we believe matter. We drink water. We fill our bodies with food, maybe too much. I know I do. We brush our teeth. We go to the toilet. We put on our clothes. Please don't stop doing that. We do things every day. We take medication. We do them every day. Yes, for a comfortable life, but also to stay alive. And so therefore, I'm faced with a challenge. If I make those things matter more than spending time with God, do I really feel that it's important? Do I believe that spending time with God matters more than these things? Spending time with God matters because of the nature of who he is. God is a loving father who wants to give good gifts to his children. But there's something we have to do. We have to go and get them. God just wants to give us so many good things. And I'm really astonished and frankly it gets me a little annoyed because of how we, the church, have uh, believed the lie that perhaps it isn't necessary. Perhaps it's, it's something that we can kind of opt in and opt out of. And throughout history, it's as if we've swung from one side to the next. We've gone really the extreme to go, if you do not spend time with God daily, you are not a Christian. You have failed, and God does not like you anymore. To the other end, where it's, oh, well, you know, it's okay, it's cool, man, you do what you want. Like, if you want to, that's cool. Like, you know, God loves you anyway. And so both of these are, are, are really quite wrong and not good because we need a balance of both. Of course, God loves us with everything he has. And as we reminded ourselves, there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. There's nothing you can do or cannot do that will make him love you any more or any less. However, he still asks of us to spend time with him daily. We've tended to call it legalism. And so we've instead turned it into only if you can-ism. Both ends are no good. If you have your Bibles, then why don't you open them up uh, to John chapter 15. We're just going to read a section of Jesus' teaching to his disciples. And I pray that, you know, through God's life-giving word, that's what Sam was saying earlier, is life-giving. I pray that we would have a deeper understanding of the importance of spending time with him daily. All right, here we go. John 15, we're going to read from verse 1. I am, this is Jesus speaking, I am the true vine. And my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the words I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It just remains in the vine. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. 
I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you, can, uh, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. And such branches, well, they're picked up, thrown into fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Here's the crux. How can we live in him if we do not know him? And how can we know him if we don't spend time with him? A quiet time, a moment in our day spent with God, a regular appointment we put aside to spend with him, daily devotions, whatever form it takes, they always have the same why. And that is because God calls us to have relationship with him. Perhaps we're looking at it as a task to be completed rather than a relationship to invest in. Now, I don't have to tell you, right, that to form a great relationship, you have to spend time with them. Okay, I do need to tell you. In order to get a great relationship with someone, you have to spend time with them. You have to. You've got to be intentional about it. It's an action that we have to do. And so to rely on Jesus, our vine, we need to be directly attached to him. Ask yourself this week, do I feel, am I directly attached to Jesus, as a branch is to a vine. We need to be attached directly to the source of life. And so without time with God, relating to him, conversing with him, hearing him, speaking him, we will find so many of our needs unmet. If you're struggling, maybe we should start asking each other, well, in love, are you spending time with him? Do you? I just feel, feel like God doesn't love me. Okay, well, are you hearing him say that he loves you? Are you putting that time aside to do that? Your heavenly father loves you and cannot wait for your whole attention. He wants to show you new things. He wants to teach you profound truths. But in order for us to be able to receive that, we have to go and get it. And we know that, you know, spending time with God isn't just about getting things. We know that. But it's just a bonus. <laughs> and the truth is, any relationship, no one can do this for you. And I think that's the challenge, because sometimes we point the finger. Oh, it's, it's, it's my spouse's fault. Oh, it's, it's Sim's fault. It's my connect, le- group leader's fault. It's, it's my friend's fault. They're always asking me out. I have to say yes. Oh. Sometimes we just go, actually, maybe I need to do something. Maybe I need to make that change. And God once led me to wonder what it would look like if each one of us were to do this. Because if we encounter God, we grow. And therefore, when we grow, we will be better at influencing. And so if we were all encountering God for ourselves in our day-to-day routines, then we could, be, we could be so much better. <laughs> I could be so much better. And not better for my own sake or for the church's sake, but for the people who don't know Jesus' sake. Because therefore when they look at me, when I'm reflecting Jesus better, they'll see him and his goodness and his love and his glory. And so they go, oh, what's this 
you're a bit different. What's different about you? And therefore, then we can introduce them to their saviour and their loving father. And so practically, there's no fixed way of doing this, right? You may have already got a rhythm in place, which is awesome. Keep doing it. Keep going. You're doing great. But if you don't, perhaps we can help you with that. We've created a list of resources um, that might help you. There's some apps on the list. There's some websites on the list. There's some books and devotional uh, booklets that you can buy. But there's no fixed way. But it is helpful to combine Bible, because it's full of truth, prayer, because it's always in conversation with God, and worship, so we're constantly reminded of who he is, right? And maybe you want to use that tool that Sim spoke on yesterday, P-R-A-Y, but you need to find out what works for you. And it might be that you're thinking, oh yeah, maybe I'll get to that, maybe in the new year. Well, no, today is the day to begin something. Today is the day that God wants to go, I want to spend time with you. I want to, I want to give you things. I want to show you things. I, I just want you to, to spend time with me. I, I want your attention. And so it's not a task for us to complete. It's a relationship to invest in. And maybe we just need a moment of going, actually, maybe I think I have, I have kind of seen it as a task that I just need to kind of tick off my list. Whereas actually it's a complete and utter opposite here's the thing these resources are not the answer right a book isn't going to save you a podcast isn't going to save your relationship with God an app isn't going to make you do it they're just resources so there's something that perhaps needs to change in us to go is this important to me have I got it do, do I understand the significance of it and so putting this time aside is all about our relationship with God. So when you're reading and when you're praying and when you're worshipping him in these daily rhythms and, and routines that you create with God, always be asking the question, God, am I missing something? Is there something you want to speak to me about? Because I'm here, I'm listening. And then we do that P, pause. And we go, God, is there something that you're wanting to say to me? And the time hasn't got to be particularly long. It doesn't have to be eloquent. My quiet times are ridiculously uneloquent. Uh, you know, they don't have to be eloquent. They don't have to be perfect because you're not perfect. We are not perfect. But you've just got to do it. And so the challenge then today is to take the time, to prioritize the time. Think about what is it that I can do? And perhaps in connect groups, we'll ask this question as well. What is it that we can do to put in place in order to create time? Time. Time spent with God. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.